0: Radio.
1: TV Guys Michael Logan stops by this edition of Buzzworthy Radio to discuss the daytime Emmy nominations that were released this morning. While many people were upset with the nominations, there was also a bit of happiness going around as well. Did your favorites make the cut? Who got snubbed this year? We'll talk all about that and more in this episode of BWR, which starts right now.
2: Come get you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now.
1: Hi, welcome to Buzzworthy Radio on this Wednesday, May 11th, 2011, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. You're on com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm Nivelle J. Lee, and right now I have the pleasure of welcoming somebody to this show for the very first time. As I said to him on the side, I am completely humbled that I get the chance to talk to him today. This morning, the 30th Annual Daytime Emmy nomination did come out. Uh, there was some upset, as rightfully so. There was some happiness, as rightfully so. But let's see what the man the myth, the legend of TV Guide has to say about these nominations that came out today. Michael Logan is on the line with us right now. How are you?
0: I'm great. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well.
0: And, and uh, I have a big question. What what the hell took you so long to invite me to be on the show? That's what I want to know.
1: I didn't know how to contact you.
0: <laughs> well, now you do. Now you do. I do now.
1: I, I'm dead. To, I'm dead to right serious. I had no way of, of finding a way to get you on the show, and I, something happened where I I found an address, and I was like. Oh, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it as simple as that.
1: As simple as that. But look, you're here now. It may have been three years too late, but you're here now. That's good. <laughs> so Emmys.
0: Yeah, let's
1: let's let's get into that. I was uh, reading it. I was up bright and early this morning once the nominations were released by press release, not aired on television, but.
0: Yeah. What about what about that? That's the that's the first. I mean, I, I can't recall uh, any uh, daytime Emmy announcement day that didn't get on the uh, morning show of the hosting network. And uh, nothing today.
1: Yeah. Wasn't that a little bit of a slap in the face, no, not just to for that notion? But let me ask you this: What do you think about Wayne what, before getting nominations? What do you think about Wayne Brady hosting the show? Because there have well, been some reservations about that, too.
0: Well, sure. Um, you know, uh, but I, I think people, first of all, have to remember that, the you know, the daytime Emmys aren't just about soaps. We like to think they are. But, uh, you know, this this covers, uh, you know, the game shows and the talk shows and children's programming and all all sorts of, I think, uh, courtroom shows. So, you know, they do need to spread it around. I know a lot of the soap fans are upset that, uh, you know, we didn't get a, a big soap star up there, especially with uh, two of our great shows, uh, Biting the Dust here, that, um, you know, that The daytime Emmys ought to have a a big soap presence, but you know Wayne Brady did host the show uh, several years ago, back when he was uh, still in New York at Radio City, and he did a damn good job. You know, and he's he's a great entertainer. Um, I do not think he should be judged. (laughs) Let's make a deal by any stretch. (laughs) This, this although he did get nominated, he got uh, he'll be hosting, and uh, he's he's nominated too. Uh, But uh, he does a good job. He's a great song and dance man. He's very funny. Very. You know, very uh, uh, you know, in the moment, and um, you know, I I think he, hey, it's in taking place in Vegas. It's I I don't see anything wrong with it. It'll, it'll be a good show. You know, last hey last year we had Regis Philbin. You know, I mean it's uh, um I think this is this has uh, got the makings of a of a pretty good uh, pretty good production. I think last year's show was great, so um, I'm yeah, excited well. about I'm excited about this.
1: I am excited about this, and I did listen, uh, obviously, to your podcast that you did with Daytime Confidential recently when the pre-noms were uh, officially announced, and segueing with that onto, here we have Michael Muni also coming out now saying his piece about how the daytime Emmy process as a whole needs to change. And all that stuff. Have you have you followed that? And do you agree oh, with that? Oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, this is this is not a new uh, not a new drama. You know, this has been going on for many many years, and uh, uh, I think it's a system that's always been flawed. Starting from the fact that you know these these actors. Well, everybody in daytime works their butt off. You know, year round. No. Uh, Repeats hardest job there is, and it all gets reduced to one episode, you know, so these performances, the best actor of the year, it's really the best episode of the year, and uh, consequently, um, hell, everybody's got a good day here and there, so I think some people sneak in with a nomination that uh, if you looked at their overall work from the year wouldn't uh, merit it at all, and then some people that uh, ought to be locks on a nomination uh maybe didn't pick the best episode to be judged by, and their are uh, SOL, you know, so it's, I mean, I did, for the first time in a long time, I did not wake up disappointed to the nominations, because I got my disappointment out of the way, you know, a couple months back when the, the, the nom list came out, and uh, for my mind, the two best performances, Melody, Thomas Scott, and Eric Braden on The Young and the Restless, weren't, uh, weren't allowed to be on the ballot, so I knew they were not going to be in the running, and Um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a weird thing. I mean, nothing against the people that did get nominated, and there are a lot of worthy, incredible, uh, people, um, no question about it, but when the best work isn't on there, um, you gotta go, well, gee, what's, what, you know, what's, 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 what's the point? What's the point, you know? Um, and I think Michael Muni is, um, uh, very brave to lead the, lead the parade for reform, um. People like to gripe and moan about it, but few um like to do something about it and get serious and it's um it would take a huge overhaul to make these things right and At this point, with us losing our soap operas like uh we are i, I don't know that anybody's gonna gonna care enough to uh fix this system. I think we may be uh you know maybe uh stuck with the you know the system that we do have, but I don't th- really think the audience out there really realizes that you know these awards are based on. You know, one day out of uh, the year, and uh, strange things happen when you when you vote that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's one episode, and with D and D, with the exception of Golden Beautiful, they they get to do two yeah. since they're half an hour. So that that's the other thing I think that really there are some fans out there that do know about that, but that's also where they feel that should mostly change. They should do a whole body of work, not just. One,
0: absolutely, absolutely, but that would take you know really restructuring the the system and, oh, absolutely. and people people you know people don't want to do that people people don't and and uh, you know I think the uh, the TV Academy people probably you know thought I mean I'm sure they did think this was the best system and in their heart of hearts uh, you know um, were sincere about it but it just anybody that really follows the form knows that you can't you can't judge awards. You know this way. Now, you know they do the same thing with the primetime Emmys too. Um, those are based on one episode. However, um, I think a wider body of the voters are watching the quality shows in primetime. So, uh, and not to say that you're not supposed to look just at that real that performance that episode when you're judging that actor. But I think you know when you look at you know the. Sprawl of a season like Dexter, or you know, the great shows, and, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 primetime that you can't help but have that influence your uh, your decision making. I do believe that's true. Whereas in, in daytime, most of the people voting are other actors, um, you know, voting for the actors or other actors, and they're too busy making their own shows to be, uh, you know, channel surfing and watching everybody else's work. So you know they are pretty much judging just from the episode um that is submitted and that is the rules and that's the way it's supposed to be so you know that's kind of what we got here you know um but it's very encouraging i think some interesting people got in um you know there's there's good work here um very few head scratchers
1: oh of course <laughs> I have a couple in particular. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. I have a couple in particular that I'll get into in just a minute. But what stunned me just a little bit, but not so much, was looking at the younger actor and actresses categories, and we only have three that are nominated in each one. Never saw that before, so that kind of struck me funny that we are now looking at three of each. In that, did you did you kind of like go huh? Did, right, and you know, and
0: and you know, this has also I think been a flaw in the you know in the system. First of all, I, I just this idea of giving younger people an Emmy just because they're young is crazy. You know, I mean, I just I've never understood it, and it's such a, a much smaller um, talent pool that we're talking about that people do get in there um, and get nominated who aren't very good at all, and occasionally. Um, they actually win and they're not very good at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: and it's and it's um I think this may have to I don't know for a fact but this may have to do with um the uh you know the amount of nominees that um you know that are considered um, why they uh, narrowed it you know narrowed it down it had been a little bit larger in, in past seasons but uh um you know there were there were fewer um young um uh people in the category you know all my children only had one nom- you know one person qualified for the Outstanding actor, um, you know Finn that played uh, Damon. You know these shows don't have a, t- a ton of people on them, and, and yeah. in some cases, just because you're the right age, gets you automatically on the ballot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, if, if they don't got enough to fill it out, and you're the right age, you get to be on the Emmy ballot. Yeah, you know? right. Eric Braden did get to be on the Emmy ballot, but you know, <laughs> you who are 19 and still don't know what you're doing, you know, get to uh, get to get a shot at the at the gold statue. So it's I don't know, it's nutty.
2: It's yeah, way. not knowing I, what you're I, doing, I, and
0: not even having
1: anything that you have done, you get on the ballot just because you hit you hit yeah. the age requirement. Yeah, I love it, it.
0: I mean, it's it's horrible. I mean, I've never understood. You know, when you you got the Oscars, like uh, you, you know the young gal that, that starred in True Grit and got nominated. You know, if you're good and you know play with the big boys, you know that's the way that's the way it works. Anna Paquin won an Oscar doing that. You know, um, you know the Oscars have it right. Um, why should you give an Oscar to a young person i mean if anything you got to be given having a, a category for the veterans you know the hmm. people that have spent decades of their careers and many of them never even being nominated and and uh you know going going out without anything i mean uh catherine hayes and uh don hasting on as the world turns never had a nomination you never you know, had the a entire nomination. time they Didn't were have. on the year ever not once not once. Yeah. So let's ha- let's have a special category for those people you know it's, it's amazing. I, someone pointed that out to me today on Twitter, and I was just like, "Seriously? They never had enough?" Ice? Oh yeah, you'd be amazed how many. You know, I mean, it's interesting that I, I just talked to Laura Wright on the phone this morning. This is the first time this woman, who I think is one of the best we have, has ever been honored. Twenty years. Twenty one years in the business, um, nonstop from Loving to the City to Guiding Light to General Hospital, not once until now. And um, then, you know, we got people who get nominated every year for doing not much at all. It, it's hard to it's hard to figure out how, how this system works. And listen, as long as I've tried, I've, <laughs> I, get no, I get no closer. I get no closer. So it's good. I, mean, I, I should give up, but I'm a fool. I think
1: TV. so, because I seriously think that if I sit here and try to figure it out, I will get gray in the you hair. You can't.
0: You can't. <laughs> you know, That's you, it. You, you can't. You you know. I mean, some of the gr- our greatest stars, like Phil Carey is another one, went his entire career without ever being nominated. Louise Sorrell, never nominated, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got, you know, a bunch of young punks, uh, punks sitting around, you know, with, with Emmys on their uh, mantles at home. It's, um, you know, if, I don't know, if I was an actor, it'd be crazy or worse.
1: That's like giving me an Emmy for being absolute crap. You know
0: what I mean? So, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. I, I, <laughs> well, welcome to the world of daytime drama.
1: Yes, yes.
0: I think I finally
1: made my uh, my official welcome into the match. Uh, I, I don't know if that's great or I should feel lousy, but I will tell you this one it was my head-scratcher. With the writing in a drama series nomination, please explain to me how in the world... These of our lives make it into that category Because I honestly don't know As I said earlier to somebody else Which was Richard Sims' The Soaps and Death I honestly did not believe That that should have been in that category at all for that show And I don't think Dina Higley would have been able to read a pregnancy test Let alone write one So I don't know how she managed to get
0: that show in the writing
1: But that's just me
0: well, I'll tell you something. I'm surprised it didn't get best show as well because I watched the uh, the reels for the uh, that were submitted for the best, um, uh, you know, for best uh, soap, and uh, they submitted very well. Didn't get in there. I'm really surprised. Um, what did they submit for they best submit, show? They submitted the episode where everybody was in the church for the uh, uh, christening of um, the baby and uh, uh, and uh, Carolyn. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Peggy McKay's character um, mm-hmm. uh, blurted out um, the true paternity of the you know of of the baby that it was Philip um, was the father the father of the baby and it was oh. spectacular, pure soap opera. Now you know you could have seen this in the 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 90s, the 80s, the 70s. You know, I mean it was it was it was classic soap opera, really well done. And um, I'm I'm not sure if they submitted that for writing, but you know they may they may well have because often shows. Um, you know, do do that. Uh, the their writing and the, the best soap submissions are often uh, often the same. But, again, it goes back to all you need is one, you know, one, one strong episode. Um, we know watching a series that this has not been a successful series overall. Um, mm-hmm. But the voters don't care about that. They don't know about that. Forget about not caring. They don't know about that as a rule. Um, they just look at, at, at that work. I'm surprised The Young and the Restless got in there. Obviously, it's one of our stronger shows. But right. um, the episode they submitted is the one that where they all went down to, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe the voters got carried away because they got to go on location to New Orleans, but it had, you know, Sharon Newman just wandering around town trying to figure out what she was going to do about having, you know, too many men. That was for Best uh, Show. That was for Best Show. Yeah, that's, that's what they said. No, for Best Show. Um, that was Best Show. That's what YNR got nominated for Best Show. Horrible episode. I mean, there was no acting. There was no drama. There was no, I, you know, I don't know. I, I credit that nomination this year to the fact that people tend to vote always a lot for YNR, um, even when not... Um, warranted as I can I think you can see from some of the performance nominations, um, that uh, people people love the Mark WR and then their Emmy ballot. So, um I th- I think people kinda of think at this point it's kind of an automatic nomination, but um I'm very surprised that got in there and um Days Days didn't based on the episode, not not for overall worth. Um people are shocked all my children got in there too for best uh best drama series and their episode was was excellent. You know, they had one good strong one, they picked it, nominated. That's
1: how it works. That's how it works. And, you know, people also were very, well, they were showing their upset that One Life to Live did not get on the ballot for best show. And after hearing the what YNR submitted for their best show, it now makes me revert back and go, huh,
0: well, even though
1: I said One Life did not submit a good episode
0: No.
1: It's better than that it Was Y&R <laughs> no.
0: Sub- Submitting the prom episode was You know was a, a disa- was, It was an out and out disaster um, yeah. Y&R's just wasn't Effective uh, It wasn't award worthy but it was Certainly well produced it was there It was you know I mean you could watch it. The other one you, I, I really doubt People could get through that reel that prom episode um uh, because it was so so horrible, and i don 't know why they chose um to submit that they they blew it last year too for similar reasons you know they they don 't they don 't pick well just because you can put a good show on the air and one life to live probably is you know is our our best soap right now mm-hmm. um doesn 't mean you you pick well and i don 't know if it 's you know too many people in committee trying to figure out what it is i don 't know if it 's the taste of the boss i don 't know if it 's network influence um you know it differs from case-to-case, case, but, um, you know, they, they do not have a history of picking well, you
1: know. Yeah, that's what I've heard. There's
0: a talent to it, you know. There really is, and there were a lot of people, you know. They, uh, people always said that Erica Slazak was, you know, the queen of that. She knew, you know, which is the reason she's got more Emmys than any other actress. She she knows how to pick reels, you know. She yep. really does, so. We have a very strong, strong lead actress
1: nominees this year I mean no. it, I I I'm, I looked at this list and that, that's going to be tough that's going to be tough to compete with Alicia Minshew, Debbie Morgan both from All My Children Colleen Zink nominated for As A World Turn Susan Flannery from The and Beautiful Laura Wright finally making it in there from General Hospital and Michelle Savard from Young and Restless that, that's going to be tough that's going to be tough
0: well, it'd be tougher if Melody Thomas-Scott had been in there. I wish. I wish. And I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> these, these how do you not girls don't don't it know to the tough this. you know? You know, she
1: did amazing work with the drinking storyline. And, and this is coming from a guy that even remembered it originally when it started in 1991. I was six, but I remember that. <laughs> and... And I I will tell you, that was one of the first stories I got into when I first started watching The Young and the Restless. So there was that. I don't understand how she was overlooked. Actually, I do. Yeah. Politics. There it is.
0: Absolutely. It's it's a popularity contest over at The Young and the Restless, and it has been for quite some time, and it's... um it's it's really upsetting, you know. If you don't if you don't bring in muffins, if you don't you don't bring James in the
1: brownies or the gourmet in, coffee yeah. as Michael Muni Puts <laughs> it, then you don't get anywhere on the ballot.
0: Exactly. I I had an actor and I will not say the name of he or she, but it would That's shock, shock the, shock the crap out of you if you knew who I was talking about. Actually said to me that they did not that Eric and Melody did not get nominated because they did not come into the studio and say good morning to everybody. They oh, kind of I did hear you say that before up. They show yeah. up, they go to their dressing rooms And get on with business um, If you're, you know, a party boy You get in there If you're good time gal You know, automatically on the list And it's, it's so childish It's so shocking It's so just totally, totally lousy But that's the way they play it over there
1: I wish it was like that in my school Because if that was the case I so would have been nominated for Prom King well, You have no idea
0: you just you just hit it hit it. It is high school. That's exactly what it is.
1: That is unbelievable. I will tell you what.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
1: again, this is I, I've known about that for some time, but it's just it, it hits harder, especially more so now, just like looking at it. So it's kind of like, yeah, I honestly don't think it will change with that whole popularity contest, especially now that we are losing two shows and we're going to be down to four in 2012 why would they change it why
0: well, would they and, want and, to and, change exactly, it exactly exactly it's too, it's too it's too much trouble it's too much work you know the the tv academy is not is not um you know, it's not a big organization with a ton of dough. You know, they're they're they. I think they do the best they can. I really do. You know, they're good people. Um, I I think this they when they arrived at the, at this. You know, cause there was an overhaul about I don't know how long it's been now. I lose track of time. But David Shaughnessy, who was the executive producer of uh, The Young and the Restless, right? Uh, everybody mobilized in in daytime. Got all the executive producers on board campaign the Academy to um, shake up the system, which is how they actually arrived at this in house um prenom uh system that we now have. Um it used to be back in in the old days when Susan Lucci got nominated every year, um it would just be the industry at large um, you know, voting for who, you know, who they knew or who they liked. Um, this sort of made for a better system in that it allowed each show in house to say who know who, who the best the work is being done you know who's doing the best work to to be able to you know get their right people on the ballot theoretically this should have been a fantastic plan but you know it didn't work out it works out more often than not but when there's you know egregious um, uh, happenings like leaving off you know uh, Victor and Nicky, well you know right then, then then we scream and yell but you know most of the time this works and when it doesn't work often it's because there's too much good talent you know there there really is such exception you know you could you could you as great as these six actresses are that we have here you could you could easily add three or four or five more very very worthy nominees into that category especially with women in the soap form it's a strong genre for them um you know there's too much good work so you know Things things drop off. You know, Maura West wasn't nominated. She I was going to say um, that.
1: Yeah, she I was surprised on, by that too. Uh, yeah.
0: um, I don't know why Kimberly McCullough on General Hospital got lost in the system. She wound up going supporting, which she certainly isn't, and then you know um, um, just didn't get in there. But I thought she did some spectacular work. Um, you mm-hmm. know, there's there's a lot of a lot of a lot of good work going on. I mean, where's Robin Strasser? Where's it? You know, ah, you can go on and on. You know. With, with who, who ain't there But um, it does speak to the fact That the work is is so spectacular yeah.
1: yeah Adding on, you know I was surprised Kristen and Eddie Alderson Weren't on the list anywhere in there As we were going over the younger actor and actress nominations I was surprised by that too But again, there's so many people That have, well did not make the final cut, but they were never pre-nominated to begin with. Mm-hmm. Florencia, where was Florencia on the pre-nominations? Exactly. Pre- nominations? exactly. Uh, you know, where was Trevor St. John at? Why wasn't he on the pre-nominations at all? It just goes back to, oh, yeah, if I don't know you, I'm not choosing you yeah. when I check you off on the name. That's it. Mm-hmm. it. It it amazes me that all you get on this list is you see a picture, a little black and white picture, check mark, there you go. Pick how many you want But it's just like If they don't know you Then that's it They'll just go straight To the people that they know And
0: that's it
1: Wow yeah. What a system
0: Well and also, and also You know It's it's uh, When when You know there were, there were many years Where only certain shows Would sweep it I mean I, Listen I started writing about Soap so long ago I remember when they Presented the daytime Emmys On the On the harbor cruise Going around New York um, mm-hmm. They, You know They They used to Have Soap it used to be so hugely East Coast based, like the West Coast soaps couldn't even get on the ballot. You know, um, this has been a flawed system from you know from from the get go. Um, but I think it's better. I still have to say, despite all our griping here, it's still better now than it, it's ever been. So I think it's a step in the right direction, but still room for vast improvement.
1: I was surprised that James Scott got the nomination. While I think that's really good for him, I, I just didn't really expect two days nominee, two days actors get nominated for for anything this year. I, I'm like completely and utterly surprised. I was surprised that the first time when it happened back in 2009, uh, it, it when I first actually went to the event. I was I, yeah. I could not believe it. I'm I happy for him, no doubt, but well, were, it just amazes many, were- me.
0: Yeah, there were many years, Days of Our Lives got Bobcats, You know, I mean, it, that went on for for quite some time, and then in the last uh, few years, there's been a you know a, a, a you know streak of uh, better better luck. And when was it? Last year or the year before? They had a, a, a quite a lot of nominations. I mean, last year they I think had it, quite a few. I think. Um, I
1: think. I think it was two years ago. And that was the year Darren Brooks and Tamara Bronwyn. Right. Won, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah but last it was.
0: year, um, Judy Evans was up. Um, um, was James Scott up last year? I can't remember. I think he was last last year. I think year.
1: James it was last year too, wasn't yeah.
0: but yeah. you know he's good. he's very good. You know, I don't think you know it, it's it, it's you know you, you there are certain shows that are actor shows. General Hospital is a great actor show. You know, Days of Our Lives is is not known for that. And uh, I think sometimes some of these people, as a result, are. Underappreciated. James James is, Scott is very good, you know. He's he's, and I think one one strong episode of his, you know, um, I I can I can see I can see why he'd get on there, and you know, yay for him. There should you know there should have been a few more. I'm sorry, you know, some of the I'm sorry Peggy McKay didn't get on there. Here's one of my gripes, is that is that is that so many of these supposed supporting actors really are leads, and should have had the nerve to you know compete in the leading category and the quintessential supporting actors of our time don't get a shot at getting on the ballot you know in days mm-hmm. i think peggy mckay has always done exceptional work and in the past she's had a couple nominations years and years ago suzanne rogers had a spectacular year with alice's death and and all that was going on there and these these people that you know the the salt of the earth actors don't get a shot at their rightful place because right. you know you got leading performers hog the supporting categories, and, um, you know, I think that's a great inequity, and and we now have so many great um, uh, guest stars, you know, long-term guest stars that, you know, it would be lovely. The Primetime Emmys, you know, have a guest star category. I'd so much rather see that than, again, giving awards to kids, you know. I mean, there's, there's, uh, you know, I thought Michael had, had did such beautiful work. When she was playing the dying cancer patient on General Hospital, I mean, people like that. I mean, that could be a fun category and jazz up the awards with some names people are really familiar with. And I think far, far more worthy than you know than uh, yeah, just giving these kids one. Throughout this list was there somebody
1: on this list that was announced today where you did have scratches and they're like why are they here and this person should be in place of that person who was who was that one I'm pretty sure it was more than one but the one that stands out the most for you
0: well you know it's 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 almost like uh, it, it, yeah, I'll tell you. It's more like who should be there that you know that isn't, and then and then yeah. how did how did Christian LeBlanc get on the on the ballot yet again? I what don't understand. I he don't did. understand. You know, um, there are some people whose whose gifts escape me. Um, listen, there are some actors I adore, and everybody else thinks they're. The, you know the, the worst things ever. You know, I mean, it's all it's all subjective. You know, hey, listen, I'm still. You know, I was I was always Blasted for being a fan of passion. You know, I mean, it's like you know, don't, don't don't come to me for taste and wisdom. But you know, but it's but I don't. I look at that and I go like, how the hell did that happen? You know, again. You know, yeah. it's like this is the per, you know the annual nomination. I think must stop. You know, the guys already got three or whatever. It's like enough already the Oprah, take your name off uh, off the ballot you know i mean that's that that um that that did surprise me um i was pleasantly surprised and because this almost never happens that trisha cast got on there I was uh, happy Nina. that one. Not only she's great and so worthy, but you know she's a recurring player. You know, and this yeah. is something that that these people, you know, they're kind of hogs about this stuff. They don't want these nominations going to recurring people. You know, people off contract. Um, you know, they they want these going to the you know to the to the the big guns. Um, so I think that's um, really. For Y&R, the cast of Y&R, which we've been blasting, I think that was this was like a very decent and extremely right thing to do to put Tricia cast on that ballot, and here she is nominated. Um, I'm glad to see Nancy Gron on there from General Hospital. Um, I think um, you know she did kind of, kind of, we kind of lost Alexis here the last uh, you know several months, but going back to the uh, uh, domestic uh, violence uh, storyline with. you know, Nancy Grant's uh, daughter the T V daughter, um, uh was beautiful work and she certainly deserved to be there and, you know, hasn't been for quite some time. I mean she's she's and she's got an Emmy of her own, uh, you know, from way back in Santa Barbara days, but I think yep. it's one of those great talents that has by no means been, you know, awarded in the way that she um you know, that she should. Um, I'm happy to see one last salute to as the world turns, peeps, you know, seeing Colleen Zank get in there um, is great, and Michael Park again, um, Julie Pinson. So they they had a they had a good showing, you know, despite uh, the fact I think it's kind of left up to them to um, get themselves on ballots and make all the moves. They didn't have a show that sure. was, uh, you know, taking care of its actors because um, there should have been a lot more people on the ballot than, you know, than were. Which I guess means this time next year we'll we'll still be having some all my children people and
1: one like to live people. Hopefully.
2: Well
0: one, well, you know, technically one like to live goes into January, so they'll oh, yeah. you know, technically be, <laughs> be qualifying for uh, you know, Emmy's uh you know in twenty thirteen, but you know, we're all gonna die in twenty twelve, so what's the matter? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. They're saying that D Day is May twenty first <laughs> of this year, so I don't even think we'll make it this next year. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't know it in, not do you? No. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have. I I drive by a billboard every day, and it's right there that B Day is May twenty first, two thousand eleven.
0: So it's like, mm, huh. yeah. well, maybe we won't have to worry about who wins after all. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a a message just like came to me, and it was like, Mr. Logan, don't let Higley's name escape you. Her nomination is a travesty. I love my piece. You got you got a minute.
0: Well, all right, I will say that, it, that that it is, judging from the work of the year. Um, Dean Higley should not be there. Um, Ron Carlovati absolutely um, should have had a spot there and did not. Um, you know, mm. there's, there's no way around it. It's it's heinously wrong. And But, again, not the first time. You know, this happens every year. There's always these, like, what? you know the, the, what, the, mm. what, yeah, what, the uh, what the what the what the what bleep nominations you know i mean it's it's always that way you know and it's oh i like, have one i have another one how did brenda yeah. and her mole as back promo get nominated for an emmy uh, you know i don't even understand that category i i first of all i didn't even know we had we were now we we were now um i knew we were having the web soaps i know that was that right. was coming in here but these promotion things and the new form, I don't understand well bold and beautiful got nominated for new new. Adventures in programming. Or I do well, Something it. like it's that. I didn't even try to understand it. it. I was just Some like oh. weird new something, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and and it was and it was um, nominated. Was those were those uh, promos that ABC did, which I thought were ghastly bad. The ones where they put um, the, the characters from the different ABC soaps together and stuck them in an elevator. You didn't like that. I, liked I hated that. them. I hated. Them. Oh, was, I thought they were, they just, were great. There were two or three that I liked, but the re- the rest of them I, I just thought were, were just uh, gone. Um, so that got nominated along with just, there's just a mention of The Bold and the Beautiful without it saying what for. Um, there's mm. some crazy stuff on this ballot. Including Steven Tyler. Did you see Steven Tyler nominated um, for um, doing a kiddie show? Um, one of the animated uh, kitty shows. He's nominated for Best um, Voice. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed
1: that because I yeah. skim a lot of the technical stuff. But oh gosh, that's yeah, there's
0: some some wackadoo things going on. Yeah, the that, you know, that's that's that. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is such a catch-all, you know, award show. I mean, the stuff they pull together, and they pulled a lot of it out of the out of the televised award show. So I don't think people really realize how many how many uh, you know different genres are you know crashing and colliding together here for this uh, crazy event. But you know. Hmm.
1: I will say it was it was interesting to hear about Gotham and Venice being nominated. That that kind of amazed me in a good way.
0: Um, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, um, I kind of wish there had been a few more in that category because um, there's a lot of exciting work going on um, in um, you know these web soaps. I mean, it's 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 our future, and um, there's
1: well, it's really a shame
0: too that Bebo really wasn't and steamboat wasn't
1: nominated because they consider that a comedy. a comedy yeah
0: a comedy yeah yeah let's let's well you know i consider some of these acting nominees a comedy too but you know yeah, well. they got they got on there um yeah i don't know what that was about that seems sort of i don't know it just seems sort of mean you know here's, here's, here's a genre just trying to get going we ought to love it and honor it it's our future of soaps, for crying out loud <laughs> what you know Cause, what? Because it's supposed to be daytime drama or web series drama, and a, a, a comedy couldn't get in there. It's nuts. I thought it was classified
1: as daytime television or daytime entertainment. So, so how come Steamboat couldn't get a nomination? I, again, maybe I'm too much into it. So yeah. there it is.
0: I I gotta I guess get back to that Martha Byrne thing. I watched um uh, some of the up ep- some of the early episodes, and I thought it was pretty horrible. I watched one episode. Well, first of all, the episodes are only like I don't know what is it like. It's, it's like three minutes, and then there's. Five some are
1: three, some are five, some are like, seven, some are like, ten. Yeah,
0: there's like five, the one I watched was like three or four minutes, and then there was five minutes of credits. But but the entire episode was based around. Um, I did come into it a, a few episodes late, I admit, but it, everybody was trying to find like somebody's car keys, and. <laughs> Like, what the hell is this? You know, so I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, and Martha Byrne will know exactly the episode I'm talking about, too. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, so I, I admit I sort of fell out, fell out on that one. So I'll have to get back on the, on the, uh, on the bus and, uh, see this, uh, see what the fuss is all about that it got nominated. But, uh, Venice, man, I mean, that's beautiful. I love Venice. I mean, it's like so classy, so. Gorgeously done, so everything it should be, you know and and um um, and th- there are several other of these web series that are just you know super so i i am kind of sorry that was only restricted, but then something something else got in there that's like uh not starring our soap stars Who, what was it I don't know, I didn't even know what it is it was some another web series got in there um um there were three nominees, I think, um, Were there so, three I which look. I wasn't familiar with, yeah, um, but that's that's. That's where we're all headed, so you know I'm so glad that there's there's actually a, an award for it. I assume it'll be presented off camera, but um, you know it's a step in the right direction. That,
2: um, oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Because um, that's very exciting. I mean, it's very thrilling to see who's who's working in that form, and a lot of really talented people are given a chance to uh, show their stuff. And it's um, you know it's it's good that the the, the NADIS uh, decided to um, find a place for that. you know. I'm
1: happy that we'll at least get one big last. Well, they're we're, they're saying it most likely will be, but you never know. But that we're at least getting one more. Hurrah! The daytime Emmys this year, which airs on CBS June 19th, Father's Day, from eight to ten on CBS. Father's Day. I can't believe it's Father's Day when that airs. I never. I didn't think about that.
0: And we and we all know all the dads are going to want to sit down and watch. The daytime Emmys.
1: Oh yeah, that that's, that's quality programming that. for fathers see, and kids. I'm telling you.
0: I can see those ratings zooming now. <laughs> oh wow! Well, Dare that. to dream. What if you that. want to,
1: you know, what I mean, just watch it for the sake of the fact that people will be drunk at this event. You'll get a kick out of it. Just saying. listen.
0: Let's not forget that the, nobody wanted these awards a couple of years ago, and um and the and and you know due to you know, this kind company that came in and was very, you know, what, what are they, TV International? What are they, TV? Uh, oh,
1: um, Associated Intelligence. Jim
0: Romanovich, yeah, so, yeah, whatever they are. These guys came, and <laughs> these guys came, bless them, because nobody wanted to air these things. This was all going to collapse into a heap three years ago, and they first did it, you know, and um, uh, where was it on?
1: It was on, I, on the and, CW. Uh,
0: on the CW, right. And then CBS um, last year and again this year. These things wouldn't be on. We wouldn't be having anything to gripe about if it weren't for the fact that somebody came to the rescue, you know. So it's Yahoo for them, and, uh, you know, let's hope they uh, stick to it. And I do hope this, um, you know, is not the last one, you know. You, you have to wonder, you know, when we start losing our soaps, how we fill these categories. I mean, it's right. some drastic restructuring will have to be done, I guess. Um, but, um um you know let's hope this is not the last because this is this is still for all its flaws for all its craziness its utter insanity you know this is still the way that we honor the best and this award still does mean something and by and large these things go to absolutely deserving people so um you know i hope we can all keep it up
1: From your lips to daytime Emmy's ears, sir. Michael Logan from TV Guide. Thank you so much for coming here for the very first time, and and trust me, you will no longer be a stranger to this show. I'm going to make sure of that.
0: Let's do it again. (laughs) All right, Navelle, take care. Thanks so much, huh?
1: All right, you too.
0: All righty. Okay, Bye-bye.
1: Alright you guys, we got about 20 minutes left on the air And I did want to take a couple of, uh, well they're actually hanging up now (laughs) I did want you to stay on the line Because I was going to start taking phone calls about your opinions about the nominations And get what you guys felt about it and your opinions with me So uh, here is Chicago's um, Tony's on the line So how are you man?
2: I'm doing great Yeah, I'm doing great Nadal. how about you? Yeah, in some ways I am happy for some people. I'm happy Debbie Morgan got a nomination again. I'm mean, happy for Alicia Mishu 5 again a nomination after like three years in a row of being snubbed. I'm very happy about that. And um, But there's some, some things I'm not happy about. Um, on the younger actors category and actor category, there's only three nominees. And the younger actors category is one of them really one of them really deserved to be there, and that's like the that's basically because of the storyline that she had on General Hospital, with the abusive storyline that she had. But there were big mm-hmm. omissions. Molly Burnett was not on there, she was on there last year, she's not there this year, and Kristen Allison who's supposed to have been on there for a long, She's done a great job playing Star. She had some great stories this past year. Again. Again, a minute. Those are the mm-hmm. kind of things that happened. Those are the things I'm not happy about.
1: This happens all the time, though, especially. And, and the sad part of it is, Kristen knows that, which is a shame, because she even went on Twitter. She put the task on Twitter the other night, and she basically said once, I think it was actually last night, because we knew the nominations were coming out today. She right. had, um, had said she did not even expect to even be nominated anyway once the nominations came out, which is a damn shame, because she definitely did deserve one.
2: Yeah, this year she did. For that story like she drew up that she drove that storyline, that big old storyline they had with that uh I mean, um with the you know, with Cole, honey I mean, especially the one scene I love the one scene they should in know, the one episode they did is when they had to say goodbye. When Cole went to prison. That was mm-hmm. the most heart wrenching scenes I've ever seen with her and Brandon Buddy. that should have been at least a, a look by the, the uh the Academy and say, Hey, let's put her in the category, let's give her a nominee because of that. But they obviously overlooked her,
1: and he overlooked Molly Burnett, too, on top I, of that. I, I was going to say something about that, only because I really don't – I'm not that big of a Days follower, but I've heard she did some, some pretty good stuff uh, uh, this year, so there is that. And then also, of course, I wanted to bring Days up because it's interesting because, as I stated, I – I hate the fact they got in there for writing. Although they yeah, did I submit a good episode. Me. They did submit a good episode. As they said we only judge by just one body of work. One episode out of fifty two weeks set of a year. And they chose a really good one. It sucks though because you know, people in in who does the judging on the reels that are sent in, you don't really get to see their whole body of work from the entire year. And if they did, they would exactly know that Dina Higley is a piece of yeah, shiitake mushroom. Uh, so <laughs> so there so there is that. Uh you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, Kenny, love him to death, is basically putting out there to the masses and I'm putting it out there myself now. Is that why don't we all embrace the fact that she got nominated for writing nomination by calling the comment line at one eight eight 1818 840 and let them know that you're ready for Higley to get the boot. I love the quote that he has in there about Erica Slay Dina Higley doesn't care about the rich history of the show. And this is, of course, on her time during when she was at One Life to Live, which is evident in what she writes. She wants to write for her own characters and she wants to write stories that she thinks are interesting but nobody else does. Trust me. I know that for a passion only simply because I-, I couldn't sit through the Sante storyline. I hated that storyline. That was the most despicable thing I've ever had to endure throughout that entire time she was there. Thank God they got rid of her. They went dark for how long that they went dark for just so they can try to revamp it and fix everything that needs to be fixed. Thank God they did that. Otherwise, yeah. we would probably be stuck in that hellhole that she was doing on that show this point. That- and your guys are going to probably smack me for saying this, but if she was still on the show and they canceled it, I probably would not be the least bit upset if that were to happen. That's only if Dina was still at One life to Live, but now with Frank uh, Valentini and Ron Calavati at the helm and what they've been able to do with the show... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very upset that the show is going to be leaving us in January of next year. I'm very upset that the show did not get a nomination for best show. It sucks that they submitted the prom episode. While that was good in hindsight, but as an episode, it is not the best episode to use for submission for any for best show. It's just the it's just how it, it is. That's
2: yes, right, exactly. Exactly. They're looking for stuff that was like, you know, excitement and, uh, you know, a dramatic part of whatever major storyline it was. That's what they look at the body of that work. They don't look at, you know, prom shows like that. They did that – I think they did that three years ago, too, when they were nominated, when they had the original prom. One
1: Life has a habit of submitting the wrong episodes for any submission, I will not say anything that, uh, more than what I have heard, but I will I will go on the record and say that, excuse me, I will go on the record and say that they, I think the show kind of takes a little bit too much stock in thinking that whatever they submit for any submission will be the hear-all, see-all, be-all, end-all, and thinking that they're automatically going to get into it, when in reality it is, They're going to, like, shut it off. I honestly, (laughs) if I were a judge and I saw the prom episodes, not having seen One Life to Live, and this is me saying it in the process that they do Emmys now, not the process that I would like them to do it in, but this is me acting as in how they have the Emmy process at this point with the judges. If I had not seen one episode of One Life to Live, and I were to judge one episode, of their work, and the prom, the, the high school musical episode was the one I had to look at to judge them for best show, I would not have even watched past five minutes. It would have been shut off. Why would <laughs> it be submitted for best show? Like, I mean, honestly, why, why is that? I can understand that if that episode got nominated for stuff in the technical Emmys aspect of it, that's different. Right.
2: That's and here's, here's another side note on that, Nobel. Maybe the episode they didn't submit it was right, but get this. They have been their Star Crust Lovers uh song is been it uh, has been voted for best original song, believe it or not.
1: I did see that, yes. And that's okay. good. I, I mean, I, I honestly think that is a that was a good choice for that. I I, I actually agree with that. Um, I know there has been a couple of people that are saying that that was a good choice for the show to submit, but you got. I, I mean, honestly, I I, I kind of look at the overall picture. While I understand why they did submit that show, I still can't understand it overall. I guess I can say. It, it, right. it was just a weird submission for me. I, I, like I said, if it were me taking the reels, I definitely would have picked the ones where it was involved with the hostage situation with Eli, when
2: well, or, or, but the he was killed was,
1: when uh, Brandon but, Buddy's character um, shot him in front of the police car, Uh or or when or Danny you know. had found...
2: Stay like, alive.
1: Like pretty much those episodes I was a minute, but that's just what me. What the, well, one of the
2: episode just became became a, a teenager when met her and all that? That was bigger excitement on that day. Which episode was this one? I th- the the, the, the one, one that was, that what, was what, the one, what, the one that Mitch, when Mitch Lawrence, you know, and Mitch had Jessica. I oh, 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 okay, and became a teenager. Yeah, that's one that could have meant that. That would have been that's that was a very good episode too because that was excitement because that was like a big drama to change and that's how Jessica became the uh, the teenager for a while.
1: Let me ask you this: besides the fact that you did mentioning that you did mention that there were blatant omissions that needed to be on on the ballot, do you have any that made it on the ballot that? should not have
2: been on there at all. Are uh, we talking about, like, in the lead actor categories? Um, well, the lead them. actor It doesn't matter which one. No. Um, only in the younger actors category. There's just only three eight actors. Only three in the commission. They could at least add about one more, maybe two, you know. But Emily O'Brien, I, uh, Brittany Allen, obviously, that's a big surprise because I didn't think she would be in there. Because even though they did show on that one episode, they probably judged on that one episode when, you know, David thought it was dead and had that courtroom scene. I think they may have submitted that one. Uh, but I really wasn't as strong, like I said, but it wasn't as strong as what Kristen Alderson probably did or what Molly Burnett did. I'm not, not judging, again, and again, not discounting what Brittany Allen did. I think she did a fantastic job playing Marissa. But I think there were two other actors who were much better than that.
0: hmm
1: Hmm. I honestly think um, Again with that With those actors I think they could have added At least one more Um, I know that somebody had said earlier That Mick Hazen could have easily been in the Younger actor category as well as Eddie Alderson. so I definitely could have Seen them adding one if not two people In that one Uh, I do Understand though where people Are coming from that the younger Actor and actresses uh, Categories need to be Dismantled, I guess we can call it. I guess that's the word I could use. Uh, I I do understand it. I do understand it more so now than I had years ago. While I like the fact that we had the young ingenue in the beginning, when year did that start? 86, 87, 86, I think. Right. I'm not sure. Can you help me out? Um, While I loved having that category in there, but now with the fact that we're only going to have four soaps left, I don't think it's going to be that, Easy of a choice to have any more after that. I think they should compete with the other with the other actors in supporting. You know, I think it really would. You know, test test them in that waters for a little bit. See see what they're able to do. So you, you never know. Some of the younger people can act out circles with the supporting actors and actresses nowadays. So I I would go for it. I'd go for it. Put them in those categories. Have at it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what might be the way it might be aimed towards, you know, because you know, four cells, bony four going to be come February 2012, and and knows beyond that, yeah, you're going to have to start shrinking the categories basically eventually, because in that way you put supporting, supporting, supporting could be from like, alone oh, adults like been, like 65 year old people could be as young to as young as a teenager. That way you put teen, that way more people get a chance to get nominate or first-time nominees get a chance to get nominated. You know what I mean? So be sure if the category goes to four. But then again, depends on what the, the Academy does. That's after this year. That's what they need to do. Let me after this year, what they need to do. After this next Emmys that comes out on the 19th, the next day they're going to have to figure out what's going on. With not one like 11 and all my children up the they got to figure that out between now and that next year.
1: Let me ask you this question. With that show... Pretty much the unanimous statement that has been going on all over the place is that if they think the episode they submitted for best show, which probably most likely was the homeless storyline, right now, yes or no, will they win it?
2: You do the homeless storyline with Madison? Um, with the Bowling and Beautiful. So they submitted oh, that storyline. Be- okay. yeah. Oh, the and Beautiful stuff there. Oh, would they win? Um that's tough to say. That's tough to say. It depends on what the other two show, the other 40 shows had submit, and it depends on what the Academy is going to vote on. That's what they do. But if I had a choice, they may have a possibility of winning. And, and a poll the beautiful could win a third. They could possibly be. But I don't think it might not be strong enough to carry to them. But in the audience side, they might say, hey, why not? Hey, why not? could be a 3 P, Who knows? But, again, it's up to the Academy to vote who they want.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think we can say that
1: now. Honestly, I think that they will take it. If that is the episode that they did submit, it it pretty much it just seems like it's most likely going to happen. It seems to happen within the last two years when they did these episodes that way. It's going to probably happen again for the third time. But, again, we won't know until the 19th. And... Thank you, Tony, for coming in onto the show
2: today. We're about to wrap it up
1: right now, but I want to thank you again for giving me your thoughts on the nominations as well. So thank you very much. Yes.
2: My pleasure, Neville. Take care, my friend.
1: All right. If you missed any part of this show today, you can always log on here to com slash radio to listen to any part of the show All over again. We're on iTunes. You can find us at Buzzworthy Radio. You can find me on Twitter at buzzworthyradio as well. I want to thank you guys for coming by, listening to the show this afternoon. It was my pleasure for having Michael Lillian stop by here for the very first time. It was my pleasure of having those that were listening to the show as well. I'm Abel J. Lee. I want to make sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzz Radio. We'll see you guys next time. I, I'm supposed to have an interview coming up soon, but I don't know when that is supposed to be, so we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. All right?
2: Alright, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio? Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.